0: Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Podcast.
1: Welcome, listeners, to Real Film Nerds episode number 277. We continue going to the movies. It's been a good uh, start to the summer, don't you think there, Mike? Uh, Yeah, no, I've I've been pretty pleased. I think it's been pretty solid. Uh, We've had some good films in the theaters. We've had some mediocre films hit the streaming uh yeah overall 2022 is starting out with a bang oh dude did you know that uh the new doctor strange is already on freaking disney plus i can't believe that it it feels like it was just in the theater
0: wow no i didn't know that was already on disney plus but did you see that top gun broke a billion dollars
1: yes i did see that and i will probably go see it again because it's that good
0: and it was almost first place again this week, just behind the movie we're reviewing today.
1: Uh, I thought it. I thought they tied.
0: No, no. I, the final numbers.
1: Oh, okay. Because, yeah, the news was reporting this morning that they tied. But uh, so, Mike, this is a film closer and nearer and dearer to your heart. So I expect you to do most of the talking. Don't be nervous. Don't sit there and fall asleep. Talk about your one and only love next to nirvana elvis well i
0: don't know if it's my one and only love but yes uh elvis what musical this 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 was great man this was a uh, uh this was a good movie i uh i was happy to see kind of an elvis uh documentary i don't think there's been one in a while and uh this was well done
1: well my Quit beating around the bush. And why don't you give us the breakdown for Elvis 2022?
0: All right, Matt. So this movie was directed by Baz Lerman. And it was uh written by Baz Luhrmann, Sam Bromell, Craig Pierce, and Jeremy Donner. And this movie is starring Austin Butler. Uh, Tom Hanks, Olivia DeJoux, Helen uh, Thompson. And uh, from his childhood in Tupelo, Mississippi, to, to his rise to stardom, starting in Memphis, Tennessee, and his conquering of Las Vegas, Nevada, Elvis Presley becomes the first rock and roll star and changes the world with his music.
1: I don't know if I agree with him being the first rock and roll star, but he definitely was, I would say probably one of the very first, what we consider today superstars just in, in general.
0: Yeah. He was a, he was a superstar uh, before there was like, I don't know. um, Before there was such fandom, I guess of, of people like fanatical kind of stuff um something about him moving his hips and having long hair i guess just just kind of like uh the beatles came along a, a little bit later in, in the 70s or 60s um yeah, i guess it was just pandemonium
1: yeah i mean i'd say you know elvis and the beatles i think are two very good examples of early on superstars as what we think of them today but as far as like being the first rock star i mean uh, I, you know, there's, there's many before Elvis. I mean, Buddy Holly, he was a big rock and roll star in my opinion.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is just the write up that uh, is on IMDB, but, um, yeah, he was, uh, I think really what he did, uh, was, um, well, he shook his hips, which apparently no one else did. At the time, which almost seems foreign to me, Matt. It almost seems weird that, like, people didn't, like, move around or dance while they are performing. And I guess the answer is no, they didn't really. They just did their performance. Um, it wasn't as theatrical, I guess. And he was very, especially as he continued on, he, you know,
1: more outfits and just he, he was a showman. He wanted to give people a show which I applaud because those are the bands that I personally always prefer to go see. I mean, there's nothing wrong with going and seeing a band that just puts on a good show. But when they're on that next level of doing a performance along with creating their music and for a live audience, I think it just, it just elevates the whole experience in my opinion.
0: Now, man, I know you didn't, you don't, you went to this movie not knowing um, too much about Elvis. Did you know he he was a twin?
1: I did not. I did not know that. And uh, neither did my mom. And my mom grew up watching Elvis.
0: Oh, okay. I, I actually did know that. So I, I thought that was... Uh, I wasn't sure what they were going to do for this movie. Like if how much they were going to cover. And they pretty much do cover, you know, the very beginning of his life uh, in, in a little bit of his childhood. And, um, yeah, this, it was, uh, it was pretty well done. There are some things I, I did some fact checking cause I couldn't quite remember how some of the stuff went down, but, uh, you know, overall it was uh, pretty accurate to his life and a little bit sad. The, the deal that he ended up having with his manager, man, 50, 50,
1: what the heck? Yeah, so I never studied like a whole lot about Elvis the man. I studied a fair share about his music, though. I took some... You remember, I told you about these classes when I was in uh, college, taking the history of rock and roll and stuff like that? Oh, yeah, you did. You said you had a good time with that one. Oh, it was wonderful. Uh, The thing that floored me about that class is it was in, literally, uh, Grady Gamage, which those of you who don't know Grady Gamage down in Phoenix, it is an enormous theater like not like huge like massive but it's thousands of people and that was where the class was because that's the only way it could handle the class and it was an online class kind of so they had lectures and things and then you would take quizzes and exams and stuff online and we're talking this is 2000 2001 this is over 20 years ago people so yes there was online schooling back then too but i like the class so much that I went to every single lecture, I never missed it because, you know, they didn't take attendance on that crap. So people didn't have to show up if they didn't want to. I loved it. I thought it was such a good class. But anyways, I'll get off off that topic. But um, So I know a little bit about Elvis. I don't know n- anywhere near what you know. Um, I didn't know that uh, the colonel took such hardcore advantage of him. I mean, 50-50, how the hell do you sign that deal? That is insane.
0: That is insane, man. Yeah, I don't know. I I don't know. I guess maybe he was just naive and then never really looked into it because, uh, you know, after you start, everything happens and you start becoming famous and you just don't really know what's going on as much. I don't know, man. Crazy.
1: Well, maybe I shouldn't say insane because, I mean, right now, the splits I have at my current job is 5050 so <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe uh maybe I should take a lesson from Elvis
0: oh all right well uh looks like Matt might be uh changing jobs soon
1: I hear and out Alberger's hiring
0: Yeah dude uh, uh are they starting at 60 or 70k now <laughs>
1: No but they I think they're in the 20s
0: Oh jeez, man. Uh you know, the other day a local grocery store in my area was uh, advertising for some uh warehouse workers. Sixty K starting.
1: Still that's a hard way to make sixty K man doing warehouse work. But again, the, the people at Amazon, that's basically what the people of Amazon do is they're warehouse workers that throw stuff in boxes.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it it would be better than working at Amazon and
1: pay about twice as much. Oh yeah, easily. Easily. So anyways I didn't mean to interrupt you but but keep going Mike.
0: All right. Um so anyway uh I don't want to spoil too much. I already kind of did a little bit with the 50/50 thing. Uh I know it's it's based on real world stuff so I'm just going to get you get this out of the way Matt. Uh what are you uh drinking this fine morning evening afternoon? Ah. <coughs>
1: uh. Well, Mike, since it's a special occasion with a special movie and it's a beer I just had in the fridge, I'm continuing drinking my four pack of the Flying Bassett's El Capitan Mexican Cerveza. Oh, all right. Cool. El Capitan. Where, Where craft beer takes flight. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I, I drank one that's, of these a, for uh top gun by the way those of you that are wondering why i'm saying i am drinking another one
0: well man i had another uh uh ipa uh this one was uh southern tier it's called uh two times ipa which is their double ipa it was uh, it's fantastic
1: so does double ipa does that mean it's super bitter
0: uh just usually means uh, it's actually usually means a little bit sweeter because they have to put more sugar and uh more hops so it is maybe a little bit bitter more bitter but i think actually often it's less because they have to put so much sugar in to get cuz it usually gets the uh the a, the uh abv up alcohol by volume up to like 8 8 to 10% depends so all right, all right. Hit heavy hitters.
1: Little uh, beer education from our um, resident beer guru, Miguelito. Talent.
0: <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. You haven't said that in a long time.
1: <laughs> all right, Mike. So, um, I I regret doing this, but you better have a good one, Mike. What is this week's? Amazing. Dad joke.
0: I got dad jokes. I don't think they understand though. No. Gotta think of funny other people never laughed, oh dad jokes. Alright, Matt. How do plants comfort each other when they are sad? Smoke each other? They fo photosympathize.
1: You almost couldn't even say the joke. That's how you know what? it's a good
0: one. I didn't want to mess it up, so I, I, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I almost said photosynthesize. They don't have it in there as phonetic for you, do they?
0: No, they do not.
1: All right, Mike, well, let's keep rolling because I know you want to spoil this film. Mike, how does Elvis 2022? It's not in the title, but I I think I should put it out there because there have been several films done on Elvis. Relate to the Marvel Cinematic universe.
0: Uh, well, Matt, you know, uh, at first I was gonna go with uh Cody uh Smith McPhee. He uh he uh played in the X-Men movies, which is kind of now uh part of the Marvel cinematic, but uh, it's it's kind of a little blurry. See so he played uh like Nightcrawler in uh some of the newer ones, so X-Men Apocalypse and uh x-men dark phoenix x-men uh is there one more i think well anyway in those ones but i decided that i didn't want to use that and uh i dug even deeper and i found uh a person named tuesday stone who worked uh as a uh assistant uh set Designer for uh, Thor Ragnarok.
1: All right. Well, she definitely has the name for a celebrity.
0: Yeah, I thought it was kind of a cool name. Tuesday. Yeah. Tuesday Stone.
1: Definitely. So, all right, Mike. So, uh, not that it matters. I mean, it shouldn't because it is a biopic uh, based on someone's real life. But, Mike, uh, go ahead. Let's roll into the spoilers for Elvis.
0: okay matt um i i mean it is it is a uh a biopic but um so matt uh with with this movie uh elvis the uh director kind of threw in a bunch of interesting song titles like inside of this movie like besides the actual like elvis songs like more modern stuff what did you think of that? Did you think it was weird or do you think it was...
1: You know, that's one of the things I was actually thinking about when uh, I was watching the film because I wanted kind of more of just Elvis's music. Um, I wasn't super hot on the hip-hop stuff. Uh, I don't know how many hip-hop songs were in there. I know there was at least one or two. And I I know what the director was trying to do and say, but I wanted to hear Elvis
0: yeah i got you so i i guess he was trying to say that a lot of stuff is based on uh music from this a lot of the time period like a lot of the different artists that were coming popular like uh uh bb king and and elvis and uh oh who else was uh Little Little Richard,
1: yeah, I I think that was Little Richard in that one scene. But see, some of that during those scenes would have been great instead of modern day hip hop. I would have welcomed hearing uh, BB King's real music, Little Richard's real music. You know, during some of those scenes instead of modern day hip hop. But it could just be that you know you're like me. You're not a super huge fan of hip hop. I don't. I'm not against it, but it's just not my thing. And I feel in a film like this, it's just a poor attempt at trying to bring in younger viewers. Uh,
0: they, yeah, it might be, it might be. Um, another thing that I thought was interesting in this movie is it, it this movie portrayed, uh, uh, BB King and Elvis as is like friends or whatever. And, um, they, they actually did kind of know each other, but didn't, uh, I don't think they really were friends or buddies hanging out in Memphis on was it Beale Street? I think is where all the music's at.
1: Yeah, I think it was Beale Street. Yeah, but um, I I can see them being friends, but I don't see them being like really close friends. Where like Elvis is trying to escape his fandom and go somewhere to just chill out. I I don't see that being like a thing. But as far as knowing him and possibly hanging out with him on the occasion, sure, I can definitely see that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there was a, there was a few things in the movie, like, cause remember, man, I was, I was fat checking some of the things and some of the stuff like, um, you know, uh, the, the shooting of, uh, Robert Kennedy and his, uh, special. Yeah. Uh, apparently that that happened, while they were doing the rehearsals for that special, uh, they they had it like for two weeks. They had rehearsals for that special. Okay. And it happened early on in the rehearsals. And it definitely did affect the special and stuff, but it wasn't quite like... The movie portrayed it as like almost being like that, like, you know, within an hour or two, they were going to be going on live. I mean, it wasn't quite like that, but... It, it was right around the right time, you know, like right, you know, pretty much there.
1: Okay. Okay. So how, how about this question for you, Mike? How do you think Austin Butler did portraying Elvis?
0: Oh, I think he did a fantastic job. I think he really researched the role a lot. I mean, with Elvis there, there is a lot of uh, footage and there's even those movies he made in Hollywood and all this stuff. So, i think he did a good job i don't feel like he tried to over play him as much i i because elvis i don't think was too uh i don't know like like he was a wonderful performer and all that but like he he was it seemed like he was mostly pretty relaxed and and uh i don't know not super talkative when he wasn't performing i guess so i i felt like he did this nice nuanced performance like i think really elvis was um the one thing in the movie that i thought seemed a little weird and then when i looked it up it wasn't uh, how it how it went down was elvis uh firing his manager uh you know from the stage
1: colonel tom parker yeah that was fictional that d-
0: that was fictional. Now he did f- end up firing him because something happened with the uh, the Hilton chain and like the the actual Hilton guy I forget his name Baron Hilton or something um, he got in a fight with him and then uh, it, you know then Elvis Elvis did some like charity thing or something it, it was weird. Anyway, he did fire Colonel Tom Parker, but it was just, uh, you know, face to face and not in front of a crowd or whatever. But the exact thing in the movie portrayed happened where Colonel Tom Parker went and was like, well, I'm going to give you a bill for what you owe me. And then he had to hire him back.
1: That's crazy. After already taking 50%, he was trying to get the rest of it.
0: I guess, man. I don't know. Uh, They did portray that uh, Colonel Tom Parker had quite the gambling problem, and I do think he liked to gamble, but I don't think it was quite as bad as uh, the movie kind of was leading to.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, in the movie, they make it sound like pretty much how he kept forcing Elvis to stay in Vegas and stay in the U.S. was because of his gambling problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in the movie, they also uh, show that Elvis finds out that Colonel Tom Parker can't leave the country or whatever because he doesn't have passport or citizenship or it's a little confusing on that part. But um, that was untrue. Elvis never knew that he didn't have citizenship and couldn't leave the country. Uh, He died before that stuff came to light
1: really made it seem like uh, uh, Colonel Parker was a a uh, legal alien. I think he kind of was. I'm
0: I'm not 100% sure. It it seemed a little weird when I was reading about some of that stuff. But yeah. Um but overall, man, I I thought this was a pretty uh accurate kind of telling of of uh, Elvis and um you know the the army thing where he gets drafted um i read an article that uh he served with lieutenant colin
1: Powell. oh interesting
0: in wow. in, in german in germany and he just said elvis was just like a normal guy he followed orders he 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 did all the stuff he was supposed to do like he was just a normal soldier like exactly what you would want huh he didn't have any special treatment in the army or anything
1: interesting Uh, Mike, did you read any of the books about Colonel Parker before this film? Because I know there's several books about him.
0: No, no, I didn't. I didn't. uh, I I wondered where he got the phrase. he kept saying snow job. And I kept like, it, it just bothered me.
1: I didn't know what that meant. I guess it's a carnival term or something. Yeah, that's the only thing I could come up with is I guess it's some kind of, you know, carny term terminology or something. I don't know. But I mean... You know, he kept talking about making a snow and making a snow, and I'm like, well, you know, as far as I know, what a snow job is is very different than that.
0: <laughs> yeah, Matt, I'm sure yours is the urban dictionary version.
1: That's what I was thinking of.
0: <sighs> yeah, I I don't know. Um, that that was a little interesting. I I don't know. Um, and I did like Tom Hanks as this role because he's kind of more of a uh kind of a bad guy or kind of creepy guy. So that was fun. You know, Tom's, Tom Hanks is usually always the good guy. so, And I don't know if this guy was quite bad, but he portrayed him more as a a little devious, I guess.
1: Well, I, I like that because we don't get a whole lot of Tom Hanks doing darker roles or even comedies anymore. That's one I really miss. We've talked about it in the past on other Tom Hanks films, but I really would love to see Tom Hanks get back to doing a comedy. Turner and Hooch Man was just the shit. Big, come on.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or, or Matt, what about uh, Money Pit? Like, like uh, dude, I love Money Pit. Amazing. I love that movie.
1: Uh, the night after my water heater blew up and I had to put thousands and thousands of dollars into my house, I watched Money Pit, and I was like, well, could always be fucking worse. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be. I just, that movie was so fun. Ah. Uh, tom you're the man anyways so um i only have a handful of complaints on this film but it it does affect it for me i think it was way too fucking long it it felt long to me i mean it's almost three it was a
0: little bit it it was long but i mean it had a lot to cover i mean i guess it didn't have to cover everything it, it did but i don't know
1: Yeah, well, I I agree. I mean, it has a whole lot to cover. I mean, think about it, Mike. Elvis was just about our age when he died, and he did all of that in 42 years. Yeah. I mean, just absolutely incredible. There are parts of Elvis's life I wish we would have had more of. That's another one of my complaints. Um, I wish we would have had a little bit more of his childhood and his high school and becoming who he was than it focusing more on the colonel at that point in this story. Um, I wish there would have been less about Hollywood and less about his movies. I think we should have had some. I know that was a big deal to him, but I don't know if it's a big deal to the story for us. I, again, it's a movie about, you know, a celebrity. So of course he wanted to be a movie star. Of course they're going to center on that a little bit. But, uh, uh, I wish there was just a little bit more about him, the man, his family, and more about his music. Like I felt the beginning was pretty decent. The middle was kind of dragged ass. And then the end was just out of this world. Okay.
0: Yeah, I could see that. I I wanted to see more with his family. um, Like when he started his family, but it was pretty glanced over, man. It was pretty fast. And then like divorce and, and then the kid stuff, kid stuff bothers me more. Now, Matt being a dad, it's weird.
1: Yeah, I mean, I agree. I think it would have been nice to see more about Priscilla and Lisa Marie. Uh, I would have liked to see more about, you know, I mean, his dynamics with his own family. They went from being literally dirt poor to living in Graceland all together in this big, huge mansion. And he's taking care of everybody. Yeah, yep, yep. Still only on 50%. (laughs) Well... I
0: think things were good.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not. I'm not complaining. But okay, Mike. So, what else would you like to add about Elvis before we find out what movie you want to watch next week? I guess uh, before
0: we get to our ratings, uh, I think I would. I would tell people that if you're even mildly interested in Elvis, uh, you should go see this. Uh, it was good. Um, I don't know. I guess that's that's. That's what I'll say.
1: I'll I'll echo that sentiment that if you like Elvis or if you're into music or rock and roll or how it came to be or performing or anything like that, this is definitely well worth a watch in the theaters just because that's what this film was made for is the theaters. Like a lot of the films that have come out this summer.
0: Yeah, it's definitely seems like the theaters are kind of picking up stride. It's good. It's good. We want them to stay around, so... This is the way they do that.
1: Well, okay, Mike. So um, before we jump in our ratings, it's your pick next week. What movie are we going to watch? All
0: right, Matt. So uh, I was looking for something new. There's, a, there's like a Minions movie coming out. But I think we decided on, or I decided on, that why not hit something on the streaming that's been uh, doing pretty good, and that's the uh, new Adam Sandler Netflix movie, Hustle. Uh, It's got really good reviews and uh, looks interesting.
1: Well, all right, Mike. So for those of you who have Netflix that haven't canceled it, like half the country, uh, go ahead and why not sit down and watch this with us and come back next Wednesday when we chat about our thoughts on Hustle and if it really deserves that nice high 90% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs)
0: <laughs> yeah um looks like a good one uh more serious role
1: i think for adam sandler so see how this goes all right mike so as far as ratings go ma henshaw is coming hot out the gate i talked to her she watched the film today she didn't get to see it over the weekend uh just too busy because uh, i will keep the family drama out but basically my older sister is back and taking advantage of my parents. My youngest nephew is living with my parents now. So we'll see how long that lasts. But yeah, it's fucking awesome. Anyways, Ma Hinshaw loved Elvis 2022. She gives it four and a half cookies.
0: Oh man, that's, that's really good. Yeah. uh, I'm going to give this one, uh, I'm going to give it four out of five reels. I liked it quite a bit. There's just a few things with some of the inaccuracies of it and I guess some of the pacing, and I don't know. I would have liked to see certain things. I mean, there's a lot in Elvis's life, so everybody wants something different.
1: Mike, I concur. I give it four out of five reels as well. I had it written down long before you said it. Uh, I liked the movie overall. I thought it was very good. Uh, there's just a lot of things that i think needed to be fixed and i discussed some of those the length um i didn't know about the inaccuracies but that definitely is a factor um the dragginess uh, some of the things that i would have liked to have seen that were not in the film you know the myriad of things we just discussed
0: well all right matt um i think with that uh we'll let everybody get back to their day jobs night jobs
1: snow jobs Oh, snow jobs.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. Good job, man. Lots of jobbing. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, uh, make sure to uh, follow us on the socials, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and uh, we'll catch you on the next pod. Go out there, see a movie or stream a movie like we're doing this next week. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now go out and catch a movie.